We live. MRECSportsDVD.com. Let the people know who you be, my brother. David Shands. I'm an entrepreneur and author, uh, but I like to just stick with entrepreneur because I teach entrepreneurship. That's my thing. How do you take an idea and turn it into income? How do you turn it into something you can get up every day and be excited about? Like for those people who don't have a zeal for life. And I'm not even talking about the money because some people make a whole lot of money, but um, they don't have that excitement of building, especially as I'll just say as men, I think we should always be building something, whether it's building a life, building a family, building a business. So um, teach primarily entrepreneurship. Um, what was the day you found out that you didn't want to work for anybody no what was that process like? Um, I don't ever remember wanting to work for somebody. Just the idea of it. Like someone tells me what to do. I didn't like school. I didn't like school where someone tells me what to do. Like if I have to use the bathroom, why do I have to raise my hand and ask you? Why can't I just go to the bathroom? I had a problem with that, man. So um, I, I never, ever, like even from a kid, I was always trying to figure out a way how I can make some money. Not how I can find somebody to give me some, but how I can make some on my own. Because if you're waiting for somebody else to pay you, I mean, you on their time. And I just didn't like it. Like, it's just certain things I didn't like growing up. So um, I, I always was that type of person, I was that hustler that was trying to figure out how I can make some money, how I can make something happen out of nothing. So, so how many jobs did you have or you never had a job? Not a bunch of jobs. Okay. Um, so I worked at Foot Action. When I was 15, I lied on the application and said I was 16, but I was really 15. Uh, so I worked at Foot Action, that was good. Um, I worked at um, the Turnpike. I worked off the Turnpike at a ice cream restaurant. I worked at Applebee's, no, I worked at KFC. I worked at Applebee's. I worked at Olive Garden. I worked at the Cheesecake Factory. I worked at a call center selling magazines. I worked at a call center selling uh, American Express cards, had a bunch of jobs. I was always trying to get a bag, always. Got you. Got you. Um, so what are some of your accolades in terms of your entrepreneurial spirit? Um, I built a lot of businesses. I've, succe I've succeeded in a few. <laughs> so I, I built a lot since I was a kid, obviously. Um, I started a lot of businesses that didn't work out in terms of the world's view of, oh, it didn't work, but I learned so much through each entrepreneurial journey. Like I, I tried to start a real estate business, selling real estate. I went and got my real estate license, but I didn't make much money. Um, actually lost some money, but I did learn how to tie a tie and I learned how to read contracts and I learned how to walk in professional environments. So that particular area, that particular period in my life it taught me a lot that helped me succeed in certain businesses today. So um, I was actually just telling the students, I lost way more times than I won, but the wins have been so big that it kind of diminishes the losses. But if we're counting losses, I lost way more times. Gotcha. Yeah. If that was the question, what was the question? I might have went on a whole nother. Well, I was asking you about what are some of your accolades? Oh yeah, so I wrote a book, uh, best-selling author, I uh, started some businesses, um, made some money. I, uh, I quit my job. And not only have I replaced my income with my job, I taught other people how to quit their job. So we have a bunch of people in my coaching program who have uh, quit their job. So that's my biggest accolade. 
Now, I used to sell people saying, yo, you need to come be my coaching client based on my own wins. But now um, I sell people on why they need to be in my coaching program based on other people's wins. Because we now have a formula that not only worked for me, it's working for other people. So um, my biggest accolades, oh, also, um, I, I moved my mom in with me. So the step was, you yo, absolutely. So my goal was, I want to buy my mom a house. I want to take care of like her rent. I want to make sure she can live somewhere for free. But it didn't get to the point where I could buy my mom a house. But I said, okay, you know what? Don't worry about your rent. I'll get something bigger and I'll just take care of it. You don't have to, listen, you don't have to worry about no bills. So that's a huge win for me. Yeah. 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 What's the next, I guess, step for you? Like, as an entrepreneur, I know you always got the wheels turning. Yeah. What's the next step for you? Huge conference. I'm on a tour right now where I just go city to city, building my brand. Um, I ain't got no sponsorships. I use my own money. Sometimes I lose. Sometimes I win. But I'm going into different markets that I'm not familiar with. And I'm going to see if I can draw a crowd. So sometimes we have 30 people. Sometimes we have 100. But we've been, uh, we've been killing these cities, man. Um, but we're rolling that into a large conference. Uh, that's coming soon. Can't talk too much about it. But uh, top of the year. It's going down. Yeah. So where are some of your businesses? It's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. 
with NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. and it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. I'm Atlanta, but we're in the digital age now. So I can be here and still make money. In New York, I can go on vacation to Cancun, and as long as I got Wi-Fi, I'm still making money. Here's the cool part, though. Whether I have Wi-Fi or not, my business is still running. Make sense? So you set up systems that aren't 100% reliant on you to go make, to make, to go make the money. So as an entrepreneur, first step is to figure out a way to make some money. The next step is to figure out a way to make money without making the money. You set up a system and a business that makes you money. So, um, yeah, that's what we do, man. Yes, sir. Um, I know this is going to motivate and inspire a lot of people, but what about the people that, you know, they still condition to think, nah, you know, nine to five is the way to go. You know, my father always told me, you know, you got to work hard. Yeah. What do you got to say to those people? That might be some good advice for somebody. Well, it's just not me. <laughs> that might be good advice. You work hard, get a job, move your way up the corporate ladder. That's good advice. That's solid advice. Okay. Nothing wrong with it. Unless that's not what you want to do. Gotcha. You know what I mean? If you're conditioned to like think that's what you should do, that's what you should do. Look, I'm conditioned to think that I should be an entrepreneur. My dad did that to me. Like it's a he can he tricked me. He brainwashed me into thinking I I need to be an entrepreneur. So because that's my belief, I'm right. But if that's not your belief, if your belief is to get a nine to five and have a job, go for that, whatever makes you happy. Unless that doesn't make you happy. Don't be conditioned by a situation that doesn't make you happy. That's a problem. 
So yeah, but if you work a job, work your job, but work your job as if it's your business. Give it your all. Stop coming to work late. Not for the job, but see if you can be the type of person that comes to work on time. You know what I'm saying? Like, become a better person through the process. I don't care what the profession is. Exactly. Now, I feel like this is my own personal question right here because when I was growing up in school, they never really taught you how to own your own business or become an entrepreneur. It was always, you know, get this education, work for somebody else. And I feel the same way you do because I'm an entrepreneur. But I feel like the kids, they not getting that motivation to be, you know, to become an entrepreneur yeah. or have their own businesses. Like, what can you say to them to motivate them? Um, I just give examples. Okay. So I think the biggest thing I could do is not just tell kids you need to be an entrepreneur, but me as an entrepreneur, I go to the schools and show them what entrepreneurship looks like. Or I'll bring other entrepreneurs to the school so they can see me and five other people who are also entrepreneurs because they've probably never seen that before. They've probably never seen five uh, fairly young individuals that run their own business and um, can come to their school in the middle of the day because we don't have to go to work. They pro if you don't see it, you don't think it's an option. So for all my entrepreneurs out there, I'm asking you to go to their schools, not to convince them to be entrepreneurs, but to at least give them options, to show them what it looks like. Because they get it from one end, the, the military guy is going to be in the front desk at your office, I mean, at your school, and he's going to come in his military gear, he's going to say, yo, you should join the military. And they see that and say, yo, that's a viable option. Or career day, they see people come with careers, whether it's a doctor, a lawyer, a scientist. I went to a career day one, one time, the manager of Chick-fil-A, spoke to the kids right before me. So I walk in and he's like wrapping up his presentation. That's his thing. So we're looking at the options, military, doctor, lawyer, I could be a manager of a retail place or a restaurant, whatever. So for my entrepreneurs, I'm just asking you to go so they can see it to give them more options. Well, when if we have options, we just don't have enough options. And I think that's, a, that's the reason uh, for suicide victims because they run out of what? They just run out of options. They don't have anything to choose from. It's like, I can do this or that. This isn't working out. I got to do that. Options. And, and kids will ultimately get into a system or a career or a life that they chose based on a lack of options. So I just give options. Uh, hit follow under my tab. Sleep is for suckers. Or the number four. Sleep is the number four suckers. S U C K E R S. That's on Instagram. My YouTube channel is Sleep is for Suckers HD with the number four, same way. Um, and if you just Google David Shans, Sleep is for Suckers, you kind of like put that in Google, you'll find a whole bunch of stuff. I put out a lot of content. So um, yeah, definitely like, share, um, post on your page. If you find something you like, reach out to me, shoot me a DM. I answer every DM. Let them know we on ForbesDVD.com. We on ForbesDVD.com. Man, listen, I was, I was rocking with Forbes DVD since they were DVDs.